Somebody said, hey, we got a coffee shop for sale. And I said, I want it. I tell people it's a fun, funky, fresh place. My personality spills over into the shop. Just be good to people. Welcome to the Idea Vault podcast, where we talk about crazy ideas from inside of an old bank vault. I'm Chris Stegel, design professor at Troy University, and I'm here with Lynn George, director of Troy University's Idea Bank, and Maury Alice Porter, Idea Bank program coordinator. We're broadcasting from the vault in historic downtown Troy, Alabama, and we're here to help you unlock your ideas. Oh, you also have to sing the intro. Are you ready? Da, 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 that, that's fantastic. Podcast. Here we are. We're sitting in a bank vault with foam on the walls. It's kind of weird. All right, that so that's beautiful. staying in. Yeah, yes. that's our new intro. All right, well, welcome everybody. We are here in the Troy Idea Bank in downtown Troy, Alabama, and today we are welcomed by the incredible Adam Vinson, new CEO. What up? Of um, the well, dare I say the best coffee shop in town, Fuse Coffee, and I. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I want to say that, but then at the same time, I've only been to Fuse, and so I can't really honestly compare it. But we're gonna say the best. I we're mean, gonna we're gonna go with the best. It's no McCafe, but McCafe. <laughs> I'm actually old enough to remember when they made that transition from yeah. just McDonald's to Hey, we're gonna start really serving fancy coffee, and um, I was I didn't know what was happening. I was like, I just want my French fries. I don't really care about your <laughs> coffee. So, but yeah, we are here today with with Adam from Fuse. And um, Adam, welcome. Thank welcome you. to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, thank you, thank Adam. You. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Happy to be here. So, uh, you're new to the business ownership, entrepreneurship world here in Troy uh, with Fuse. So, why don't yeah. you tell us? I tell you what. Let Let's go back. Let's go deep. Let's really Uh-oh. get in the weeds. Oh, we're already we going never deep. Never know when we're, we're going to start get. out going deep because Adam Adam started us out by singing our new theme song, <laughs> and so we're just going to get right into it. Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you came from, and how you got here. Okay, uh, well. When a man and a woman love each other. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is fantastic. No. Adam is going to be my permanent guest on this session. We're just going to have our own podcast. So, um, let's see. I was uh, born and raised in Louisville, Alabama, which is about uh, 30-ish, 35 miles uh, east of Troy. It's about halfway between Troy and Eufaula. Small town, super small. I'm talking... Not even a stoplight, blinking caution light. There was like seven, eight hundred people in the town, and um, there wasn't a lot to do. You know, you made your friends at school, and yeah. then you know, everybody kind of went off to college and spread. So that's kind of how I gravitated towards Troy. Was I had a lot of friends that went to Troy. Um, I also had a lot of friends that went to Auburn, uh, but Troy's kind of what I gravitated to. Um, I lived in the small community of banks for a while outside of town, and then um, 
And then I made the jump and moved. <laughs> made the jump. And moved to Troy. So, yeah. <laughs> Big in, uh, time. 20, 2011. Yeah. 2011. Tell us what you were doing before Fused. I've had odd and in jobs um, and careers my entire working adulthood life. I've done everything from sell office supplies and copy machines to managing a pizza restaurant. So uh, I've, I've done a lot. Uh, I've done a little with a lot and a lot with a little. So um, let's see, before I was doing Fuse, I was actually the bread man in town. Is that right? Yeah, I was nice. the bread man for Bimbo Sarah Lee. So I okay. would wake up at four o'clock in the morning and start slinging bread, man. So you were ba- you were baking? No, no, so, I was just just, uh, just selling. selling. Yeah, I was the I was basically the middleman between the bakery and the customer. I see. So, got yeah. it. Got it. Yep. And how long did you do that for? Ooh, eight, seven or eight years. Seven or eight years. Yeah. Okay. And where did the uh, initial opportunity arise, or the desire come from, to really? to take a hard look at Fuse as, you know, an opportunity for you to go in a new direction? Well, I, I've i wanted to open up a coffee shop for a very long time. I see. I turned 40 next month, so at least. Ooh. Yeah. Where's the happy birthday button? Oh. Yeah. I don't know, but is, is I'm there, sure Chris has a song for it. I don't know where the happy birthday button's at. I have happy the, birthday. the happy birthday song. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I started out exiting high school playing in bands. Yeah. So from the time I was 19 until I was yeah, well into my 30s, I was in a band. I was traveling around. We would go all across the country playing shows and stuff and so what kind of music do you guys play? Uh Americana. Okay. So in that same I, I tell people it's, it sounded like if the Eagles grew up in the 80s 90s. Okay. Oh, you know, that's that cool. kind of, you What's know, we had some three-part harmony, yeah. little country sounding sometimes, little rock sounding other but times. Are so. you still you still making music? Uh, me and a good friend of mine, Perry Brown, I'm sure a lot of you. Never heard of him. You never heard of him, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Perry's like my brother, literally yeah. like my brother. I hate yeah. the dude. Um, no, but um, <laughs> uh, me and him still get together and play music from, t- you know, time to time. I think we're, we have a show somewhere the end of March. But, uh, <laughs> you like... Uh, I, I did the bread business for a while, and um, I had wanted to do the coffee shop thing since I was traveling around in the band because I would go to these, we'd play at coffee shops, right. we'd play at bars, we'd play at venues, we'd play at little rock clubs, you know, and the the vibes of those places are so awesome, yeah. you know, the, the, you get, you, you just kind of connect with little, I connect with little pieces of places everywhere, Yeah, and um I would always go come out of those places going, why can't we have something awesome like this at home? Yeah. You know, Troy's a college town. Why can't we have something awesome like this? You know, where you just feel, it feels different, but you don't feel real different. You know, it kind of hits that other side of your personality. Um, but that's kind of how I started the idea of, wanting to do a coffee shop is that started this back in the idea started back in my 20s I would say and uh it just kind of came to fruition when everything came together close to a year ago now Lynn had asked and I wanted to double back on it what's the name of the band what's the name of the band Fire Mountain Fire Mountain Mm -hmm. Fire Mountain 
I know Perry had Perry Brown band. Yeah, yeah, and, he did, he did his own thing for for uh, and uh, I think he did an album. You know, me and Perry have um, we th- we met each other through music. So people people see us together and like, are you guys like you guys have been friends forever? And That's I was like, cool. Well, I've known Perry for about fifteen years, but we met when we were in college, basically. Um, I was kind of doing my own solo music stuff, and he was doing his own solo music stuff. We kind of yeah got together, formed a friendship, and you yeah. know. Anyway. I was just over there, and Perry was sitting on the couch, yeah. as yes, he normally always. is. Always. So yeah, so no, that's great. Um, and 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 I think that definitely speaks to kind of what you were talking about before, like that feel or that vibe. When I walked in this morning. And I'm I'm not here every week. These guys are, and they're both holding a fuse. But I is that that might be Duncan. So, but this uh, is over, fuse. Okay. oh, okay, Duncan. Right. It's got a kitty cat sticker on it. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. There it is. There it is. So, I put those on there yesterday. Duncan. I was like, what am I going to do with all these cat stickers? Fantastic. Fanta- <laughs> Everybody's getting a cat sticker today. Yeah. Just like those it. things it's on the great. cups. But when I went in there, and nothing against the previous owners, they were fantastic folks. But mm. the vibe just wasn't what it is now. You walk in now and it feels special. Yeah. It felt cool before, but now it feels special. Well, yeah. My spiel that I give everybody is, you know, the previous owners, they did a great job creating a customer base and making this place feel home-like. That's right, yeah. The problem was with me, it just wasn't my home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to make it feel like my home. Yeah, so. and, and it definitely does. Like, you walk in now and it feels like an anybody's friend kind of play. You just walk in, you're comfortable, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, and you're doing some really cool things over there. Like I saw the wall where you can you know you can buy a coffee and put the sleeve up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was. And I started thinking, do I have nine toes? Can I get a free coffee? Everybody does. Because there's a sleeve for you know one of these sleeves. Yeah. And if you have nine toes, you can get a free coffee. Wow. And so uh, those are some of the things that are over there, like uh, stay-at-home moms. Yes, I there's saw one some of those. That. I just yeah. must have missed the nine-toe one. <clears throat> yeah, Ve- uh, veterans. Like and, and you know, nobody's taking, that, n- nobody's taking me up on that. Everybody. That's because it says, it, yeah, that's because it says show proof. And oh, yeah. Nobody show wants to. Nobody <laughs> wants to expose. Yeah. But you're right. No, Everybody, you know, should, in theory, should have at least, yeah, at least. a minimum. Of nine toes. Maybe that's yeah. where our promo comes in this week. Oh. Yeah. yeah An can... Idea Vault podcast listener gets a free sleeve. Has there been an uptick in business? Uh, yeah. 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 It, fe- yeah. it feels like it. Like, yeah. it, f- it genuinely feels like it's, you know, um, there's more happening over there. Yeah. And, uh, and so are you just attributing that to the vibe? I'm hoping so, you yeah. know. Do you have a background in any kind of, and I don't want to sleep on the idea of the band, but like a business ownership? Um, uh, well, being uh, the the bread guy, I was actually, quote unquote, my, I was Your independent. Company. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, an I independent distributor. Yeah. So I, I learned a lot about the backside of the business, taxes, how to pay your bills, you know, through like how to pay your business bills and stuff like that. And, um, but... Me and my girlfriend, Amanda, she is like, she is awesome. Yeah. I tell people as far as business ownership, there's three parts of it, really. There's the the inside the four walls of the business that you have. Right. You have the backside of the business, which is paying your bills, uh, not going to jail for tax evasion. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, uh, the, there's uh, people... 
asking you for donations and sponsorships yeah. and, and answering emails right. and phone calls. That's a whole 40 hours a week itself doing that. Yeah. Um, and then you have social media. Yeah. That is becoming a third leg of a business. Right. It's just marketing. Yeah. Yeah. The tripod of businesses. Yeah. Social media as being the last one. So. And how are you feeling about the employees? Anybody ready to cut loose? I mean, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to name names. I feel names, like you brought on new but... people lately. Uh, yes, yeah. I have. I have. Uh, I've needed them. Business mm-hmm. has picked up, and I'm like, listen, guys, I can only do so much before I get. I, I don't want to do what so many business owners do, and it's very hard to do because you have to walk that fine line of making money and spending money. Right. At, at first, and it's like, I could, I could work twelve hours a day, six days a week, but for how long? Right. So I, I'm learning. Through, I'm going through the process right now of letting some of that responsibility go, mm-hmm. going home, taking a breath, being with my family, you right. know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So. Well, and I feel like here in Troy, there's such a unique opportunity because these small businesses have the opportunity to hire these college students mm-hmm. who yeah. are right here in the backyard of Troy, you know, and there aren't many small businesses who always – know how to take advantage of that. So that's something that I applaud you for because you've found some really good students yeah. who seem to have helped you in a lot of ways yeah. be able to take that responsibility. You know, you know, I try to vibe check most of the time, make sure that, you know, just in small conversations prior to, you know, first of all, it's very rarely that I would ever hire somebody just first time in. It's, yeah. These are people that are customers of mine that I've gotten to know for quite a while. Right. Um, you know, somebody that comes in off the street goes, hey, you guys hiring? I've never <laughs> seen your face before. <laughs> not, uh, not right now or not. <laughs> yeah. But somebody that, you know, I've seen month in, month out, weekly, yeah. you know, and they go, hey, hey, Adam, are you, are you guys, I really love the place. Are you guys hiring? I'm yeah. like, you know, most of the time I'm like, listen, right now we're full, but you never know what's going to happen right. in a couple weeks mm-hmm. in a college mm-hmm. town. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Just keep in touch. Just it, keep in touch. It's interesting, right? Because the college town is almost like I used to work at the mall and I was a regular employee at the mall. And so, <laughs> but during Christmas and the holidays, it was all the seasonal people came mm-hmm. in, right? Yeah. And it's almost like, like the little kiosk people yeah, in the middle of the mall. It, yeah. It's <laughs> like all the out of towners came in. And you're like, who are these people kind of trying to swing in and make a quick buck? Because all of us that were the daily grind folks mm-hmm. like me, the pretzel guy, you know, those folks, the shoe guy, like we were all friends. But here it's reversed. The season is the semesters, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. and then the holidays come around and you might still be busy, but it's not – it can't be like what it is when, when school is oh, in no, session, no, right? No, it's not. I would say in all honesty – uh, when summer, summer, I would get cut by a third. In the but, summer. Yeah, s- wow. summers and that three weeks around Christmas break, Christmas, New Year's break, uh, it, my business gets cut by a third. And you have to plan for that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a little hard to it sometimes, but you try to, you know, save up like a squirrel when you can. Right. Because 
you know, summer's coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of winter. Well, and that's interesting too. So uh, is there a business model that's in place for college towns that kind of, because uh, may, maybe that's one of the, I, I don't know, you two would know more than I would. I'm just a stupid creative guy, but is there, is there like a business model for, you know, for 10 months or for nine months out of the year, your business is going to be booming? So I actually just talked to a class about business models, and what I told them was you can find a successful business model for a similar type of industry, right? but you really, if we're a small business, it's like you have to create your own business model based on And it sounds like that's what Adam did. Yeah, that's what you're doing because that's what you have to do. Like you're not going to be able to replicate another coffee shop in another college town because that's a totally different town. Yeah, yeah. There will be similarities, but like <laughs> you, you just have to plan for it. And the first year, you're guessing. Oh and, yeah, you it's know. all it's all a gamble. <laughs> that first year is. Did the, and let me ask people you people ask me? They're like, "Are you doing? Are you doing more business than the previous owners?" It's like honestly, guys, I don't know. I feel like I, I am, but well, I don't have the numbers to go back and look yeah, at. Yeah, and, and that's what my next question is going to be when when you sat down to have the conversations with the, the previous folks that owned it. Mm-hmm. Um, were there like a best practices conversation about, hey, you may want to be careful during these times? There was. We all sat down and we had very candid conversations about business and everything because they were very helpful to me because they didn't, they wanted to see Fuse flourish. Yeah. They were just, lack of better words, they were a little burnout. Yeah, sure. They, I they, get it. They had worked, you know, they had worked two years nonstop and... They just, they were ready to go. And it just so happens that it was, it's one of those timing issues. Right place, right time for me. I had made, you know, connections with these people. I was a frequenter of the coffee shop and this was an idea I had had long ago. And it was funny because I was telling them, the previous owners, I said, you know, I was actually seriously, seriously looking to start a coffee shop from the ground up in Troy. And I was getting all my, my, my findings and my research together and numbers and all that. And then I found out a month later that you guys were opening <laughs> right beside Mama Goldberg's. Yeah. And I went, well, the hell with it. Yeah. We'll believe it. Believe me, please. <laughs> No, that's just for Chris. So I was like, you know, I was just like, well, whatever. I guess timing's off. So, and then a little, you know, a little over, not even two years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They have come to me and they're like, listen. Oh, that's how you heard about it. Yeah. They reached out. Well, I was just, um, I was in the coffee shop one day and the, the, one of the owners that were working there and they said, I'm ready to get out of here. I said, really? You ready to go home? You had a rough day? And she was no, I'm ready to get out of Troy. I was like, oh, you want a vacation? She goes, no. <laughs> I am ready to get out of Troy and not come back. And that's I said, what are you, you going to do with the business? And she's like, well, we're looking to sell. I was like, oh, let's talk. Let's go. talk. Adam said, I've got some bread money. Let's talk. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if you know me, but <laughs> I'm the bread man. <laughs> kind of a big deal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, now you're almost a year in. Any big? Can, are are you looking at that like year birthday and thinking, 
time to time to ramp up or make some changes or do something different? Um, I am at the point where I'm like, okay, I need to see what we were doing last year so I can yeah. actually have a good visual, you know, representation of are we actually doing better? It feels like we are. A map. You yeah. know, yeah, but, I, you know, I need that no- numerical map. Yeah. A graph. I'm a visual learner. I need a sure. graph. Sure, sure. I don't need and the numbers. Are you looking at it quarter over quarter? I'm actually looking at it week to week yeah. sometimes. And that's that's the same day thing. Day. When day David day. came in and talked to us about Trojan Threads, mm-hmm. he had it down to, like, uh, and if you go back, I mean, I'm not sharing anything that's not public, so I feel mm-hmm. comfortable saying this, but he said on the podcast, I know every day I have to make $17.12. I, that's not yeah. the number, but yeah. he Some, was like, yeah. I have to make that amount of money yeah. to be in, in the green, right? To keep the lights on. To keep yeah. the doors open. He yeah. knew down to a penny. Is that, do you feel that level of, I have to hit this benchmark? I, I, don't, I don't feel that level of stress. Like, I'm yeah. not going, oh, no, I only made $14 today. How right. am I going to keep? I'm not there yet. Yeah. But it, it, it gets tight sometimes. You go, well, okay, let's see how this is going. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Um, luckily, I have great customers. I have yeah. some of the best customers in the world. Well, I think Greg Skaggs alone could probably keep the doors open <laughs> and the lights he wants, on. He wants that large buzz yeah, every time. Every time. <laughs> he was just in there earlier getting one, talking to Perry. Yeah. And uh, so Greg's the guy that Perry and I both report to. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about Fuse. Greg introduced me to Fuse. Then he introduced me to Perry and ultimately introduced me to Adam. And so that kind of was the trickle down of how we got to this point. And I've been talking to Adam for m- many months about, like, we need to interview you for Broken Ground, which um, yeah. Lynn sat for an interview for that. Awesome. And then um, we kind of dovetailed it into this. But I just go over there this morning, a quick side story. I walk in. And all of a sudden, I'm like shaking babies and kissing hands. Everybody in there. <laughs> I was know, like, cheers, man. Every, it, everybody like in cheers. there, yeah. I, I knew. And it was the first time in four years since I've been here. I've only been in Troy for four years that I walked into an actual building and thought to myself, like, I don't feel that way when I go to work. Like, all the students and the people that yeah. I work with, they're just, eh, meh, meh. You know, but when you walk into Fuse, it's like this energy yeah. just kind of fills up the joint, right? And so I, ju- I guess I just think of that and I think, what's he going to, like, what's going to be the encore? Like, how, how is this going to get better? And all I, I know, keep, you're, you're laying it on pretty thick here. I'm getting scared. All, I don't know how it's going to get better. All, all, I, all I keep thinking is may, maybe he builds up. Maybe they do the upstairs. Listen, I would Ooh. love to do something like a coffee shop bar and then have like a music venue upstairs but, yeah you know that's uh that's a, that's a long-term project yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i think there's been lots of people i included who have gone over there um and thought yeah let's do something up here mm-hmm. right and yeah. uh, it's such a cool space oh up it's there. awesome it's awesome yeah. up there um so okay you're gonna look at the financials at the yeah. end of this year yeah. in a couple months and yep. you're gonna really kind of figure out if yeah. if you even want to stick around no, I mean, I want to stick around. Okay. I want to stick right. around. You know, as long as my customers are happy, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, as long as I keep my personal lights and bills paid, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. You know, I That's don't, cool. I don't require a lot. My, my children seem to for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. They've got real accustomed to eating. They're needy that yeah. way. What, what kind of um, – there are lots of businesses. I, I'm personally involved with a couple of students that are starting a new business, and Lynn and Mari Alice are helping them out too. 
Um, what kind of, you know, uh, advice could you give a new company, you know, wanting to come to Troy or starting a business in Troy? What would you say to them in terms of, hey, do X, Y, or Z. Do Think about this before you start. Not trying to talk them out of it, but just as like, you know, a best practice type of tip or advice. Uh, well, first of all, be just be good to people. Yeah. Like, be good mm-hmm. to people. Like, um, well, then I'm out. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Just, just be a, no, just just be make a nice person. Right. Just be a nice person. I mean, uh, a, a lot of it is, I mean, I, I do think, I, I, I personally think I have a great cup of coffee. Yeah. But you do. That's, that's always, that's relative. You know, that's subjective to whoever's drinking the coffee. And it comes to a point where, a cup of coffee is just a cup of coffee. You're in, in the, this is an old cliche saying in sales, but you're selling yourself. Yeah. And you are. And I know that my personality spills over into the shop. And people like that. And, yeah. I, and I appreciate that they like that. I love that they like that. And so I think, you know, as long as I keep being cool. Yeah. People keep buying coffee. <laughs> I think that's, a, that's, that's No, that's, that's actually good. an amazing response because mm-hmm. we always ask people, like, what's the advice you would give someone? And most people say, just do it. Just jump right in. Just start. And that's uh, great. Like, yeah. we, we preach that a lot. Like, just start doing it. Don't worry about your plan being per- perfect. But what you're saying is, like, be good to people. Like, focus on the people that you're serving first. Yeah. Yeah. And... Like one thing I've thought about during this podcast is you have a background in sales and that's probably the most transferable skill to running a business because no matter what it is, you've got to be able to sell it. All of the other things you can figure out. It's a lot for me to do with, and this is going to be sales 101, but it rings true in every aspect of owning a business that I have come across. And it's... Customer first. Mm-hmm. And, like, be good to your customer. And back when I was in my 20s working in a pizza restaurant, I was like, oh, whatever. I'll be, you know, right. it's a freaking $6 pizza or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who cares, you know? But the more and the older I get, and the more I see people's faces in there, it really is, like, treat your customer good because that's – your rep, your business represents yourself, mm-hmm. yeah. and if people think that you're a good person, think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, uh, optics, uh, optics uh, matter. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know. So I, I, it, when people believe that you're a good person and you run a good business, you, your product's good. Just have that good customer service. For sure. Because without honestly, without customers, I couldn't stay open. Yeah. I mm-hmm. couldn't feed my kids. I couldn't keep the lights on at my house. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's interesting. My dad did sales for a long time, and then he also ran a business alongside of it. And I always remember talking to him and saying, like, well, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? And he would say, yeah, you know, I could do that. But one bad review on that platform and you're toast, right? Mm -hmm. He said, so I'd rather just kind of self-market. And that's almost the same idea, which is, is like if you do serve a bad cup of coffee or if you know, somebody walks in and they get cursed out because, yeah. you know, yeah, you, because you hired the wrong person or because you're having a bad day and that transfers to the customer. They're not coming back. No. But so, if you go in and get a bad cup of coffee and 
you have the best time talking to people and the barista is really nice to you. That's and you're right. Like, you're going to give it's, them a second yeah, it's chance. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Right. And so I, I think that does go a long way. That yeah. that customer minded, just be cool, be relaxed. These are people you're going to see at church. You know, yeah. you're going to see them at the, your kids' ball games. Yep. Having a, a questionable product is one thing, but having a questionable attitude is completely different. Right. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, for yeah. sure. So you mentioned your girlfriend Amanda. Mm-hmm. Is she a co-owner here? Uh, she is definitely a partner. In she's this. a partner. Yeah, she's it. definitely a partner. She yeah. handles all that back end stuff. If That's if huge. you if you email Fuse, you're one hundred percent talking to her. Oh crap! <laughs> the yeah. brains of the That's operation. That's not good. Yeah. All right, I'll need to I'll need to cater some of my emails. <laughs> you guys said, look, hey, we email people topics to get them thinking. I did the same That's with Adam. Got it. She wanted to get okay. the, the juices churning. No, right? I did. I did About get that email. Get the get the beans brewing, <laughs> yeah. as they say, and, and the, roasting them. Let, up. And let me ask you that question: Did you change the recipe at all? Because I feel like you you yeah. did, didn't you? Yeah. It's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I'm not trying to, to talk bad about what it used to be, but I, I believe that it was a little bit more tart and now it's yeah. more smooth. Yeah. Like I have a very refined palate for redneck. And um, <laughs> I, I really do think I do think that the now it just is it's a little less acidic. Yeah, it yeah. is. So, I changed it up a little bit. Bravo on that. That's great. Um, Something that I give you props for is that you weren't afraid to change things up. Every change that I made was deliberate. Yeah. It was nothing. I changed like, oh, let's just change it. Mm -hmm. No, it was a deliberate change. Like, I want art on the walls. Mm -hmm. I want some color in here. Yeah. I need to get a new, fresh logo. Um, You know, those uh, like I I want the music played in here. All over the place. I don't want to stick to just coffee shop jazz. <laughs> did, did, was there ever a point where you thought maybe I should change the name? <sighs> there was in the beginning, but you, I think it would have confused a lot of people. Yeah. To have a coffee shop that was less than two years old yeah. pop up in a historical place downtown on the square and then the next day, it's different. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that that was, uh, and I say a lot of my transitions or a lot of my choices that I've made, the changes were deliberate. I also deliberately didn't advertise that I was even the new owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I wanted it to be... It was seamless. Word of mouth, yeah. seamless, like, oh, where's so-and-so and so-and-so that's right. normally here? Right. And I'm like, oh, well, they're, you know, at home today. Or yeah. whatever, which they were. Yeah. Um, but Becky and Bobby. We'll yeah, call Becky, Becky and Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Um, but no, it was. Uh, it, it. I. I wanted no hiding, heightening of eyebrows at what's going on over there. Right. I just wanted yeah. to be. Oh, they're changing some did, stuff up. Did people yeah. at the beginning? Did people just think you were a new employee? Yeah. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. They yeah. just looked at you and they didn't think, yeah. oh, new, new owner. It, it was almost I like still undercover have boss. Yeah, I still yeah. have people come in yeah. that, that that are like, where's so-and-so, so-and-so? I'm like, oh, well, they're no longer here. I'm the owner. And yeah. like, oh. Wow. But you're comfortable <laughs> saying that now a little bit more than, oh, yeah. than back then yeah. because you felt like it was going to ruffle feathers. Yeah. What an interesting kind of um, thing to kind of be in. It's a Southern thing, yeah. man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, right. And they were members of the community. Everybody yeah. knew mm-hmm. them. Yeah. They were great folks. Yeah. And you come in, you're the new owner, and then you're right. People talk, eyebrows raise, Lynn's texting Morialis, new owner, what do yeah. we do? <laughs> yeah. You, you know, and, and then, you know, that 
That does tra- it transcends because it's yeah. such a small town. It is. It's a small southern town. How long so. did you let it go before you? Uh, about three months. Wow. About three months. I I, I, I was kind of I don't want to say under the radar, yeah. but were y'all in there together at any point? Yeah, we, there was probably um, a couple months before I took full ownership. Okay. To where I was just kind of learning the because listen, I'd never worked in a coffee shop before in my life. Yeah. This is the first coffee shop I've ever worked at. Yeah. So uh, I didn't know how to run an espresso machine or steam mill. (laughs) Somebody said, hey, we got a coffee shop for sale. And I said, I want it. And I just jumped at it. That was real. There was no there was no thinking on my part besides the thought of I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Now's the time. Do it. Yeah. You used a very interesting word before, which was deliberate. Yeah. Which I tell my students to try to be deliberate in their decision-making and don't Mm -hmm. just do things because it feels right. Like, feeling is very important, but make good decisions for a reason. Every time I go in now, I see something that's a little bit bit different, a little bit different. A couple days ago when I was in there, I noticed a sign, and the sign said, this space is available for rent. Like people can, large parties can come. Has anybody taken you up on that? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely around uh, graduation time. Yeah, they, rent, they rented it out. with the weddings. Yeah, they'll rent out the whole space, too. That's I've cool. done, had some baby showers. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I actually had a kid's, a children's Christmas party last Christmas. You got that whole kind of area where people can go play the games that are there, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the music playing. You've got the posters up, the skateboards. Like, mm-hmm. all, all of it's just that whole thing. So now I've people, decorated my shop like a 13-year-old boy's bedroom. It, it's fantastic. But it's, it's you. Yeah. Like it's your yeah. personality and that's what makes you passionate about it, yeah. I feel like, you yeah. know. Well, vibe is very important and you use the word vibe a few times. And my husband makes fun of me for using the word vibe all the time cuz <laughs> yeah. I'll always be like, I don't like that vibe. That's not the vibe. And he's like, why is it What's with the vibe? <laughs> But it's, but it's so important. It really yeah. is. Yeah. It, it really – and it's kind of like – I talk about the mall again, but it's almost like going into Spencer's gift shop in the mall. <laughs> like when that's, a were, that's a vibe. That's a vibe, right? Spencer's is a vibe. And, and so if you walk into JCPenney's, there's no vibe. It's because they've got – but this is a very specific feel, and mm. I think that that's – like the Idea Bank, it has a vibe. It's professional, but it's still fun. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you kind of get that sense when you walk in. When you walk into the coffee shop now, the vibe is so different. Oh, dude, I work there and I don't want to leave some days. Yeah, it's like, just I'll, I'll get, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll normally, normally I'll work the hours, uh, the morning shift from um, 7 to uh, 3 or 4. Yeah. And then I have my college students, my, my employees come and finish up the day or I'll have one come in and do a short shift helping me out in the morning. Yeah. But uh, I'll get off at 4 o'clock sometimes just sit down on the couch and like, just hang out for a bit. Nathan and like I just decompress at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, <laughs> after clock, you know, clock out and go decompress and go, at in the work. coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny, man. We went in about a month ago. Nathan and I grabbed a coffee and then we proceeded to play like 30 minutes of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And I was just like <laughs> transported back to being a 20 year old. Was this was during like, work hours? I was going to say, is this when question. you were uh-huh. supposed to be teaching? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Next, next question. <laughs> next question. Hey, you're uh-huh. on Lynn about this all the time. I got to take up for her. <laughs> We're getting close to the end. Are so, we doing a promo? Can we put a sleeve on your wall that yeah. says Idea Vault Podcast Listener? Yeah. And the first person, the first listener to come in and get the sleeve gets a free Trojan Buzz yeah. sponsored by Chris Stagel. When, when is this Sponsored go? by, the, by the podcast. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So when does this go? Uh, Friday. Friday. This goes Friday. live on Friday. Live on Friday. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I can go do a little sleeve right now. Okay. Cool. All right. After, yeah. after we get through. One free sleeve. One free yeah. Trojan Buzz That's at right. Fuse Coffee for the first listener. Do you want it to be the Trojan Buzz or you want it to be a coffee of choice? Coffee of choice. Coffee of choice. Okay. An- anything below. It should be the Marialis special. Which is what? She has a really well, complicated a spe- drink order. <laughs> she's got a drink order now. You're such a prima donna, you know that? She's got a drink order now. You get a podcast, we call you The Hammer, and all of a sudden you got your own drink? Yeah. That's her nickname, by the way, The Hammer. The Hammer. She, she hammered all this stuff to the wall. <laughs> yeah, Every single nail that you don't oh, see you because I covered it, it up. Well, I would have just glued it. No, yeah, we, we tried. We tried. Oh. It didn't we work. tried, and then we did that on a Friday. Monday we came in, every We're single one ground. was on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like heartbreak happening. Oh, no. It was the 3M double stick oh. tape. Yeah. See, I would have taken yeah. like a tube of caulk and just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have been up there. maybe too permanent. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that would have been But yeah, permanent. so because this is an old bank vault... Oh, it's concrete. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's got some weird, you know, um, properties to it. Hey, uh, I did have one, one more final question before we call it. You going to ever think about maybe a second location on campus? Well, I don't know how on-campus stuff works, but we're actually talking about getting fused. This is this is kind of this is kind of behind the scenes Uh-oh. stuff. Oh, I knew there was something he was holding <laughs> back on. We are wanting to get fused as streamlined as possible, yeah. like handbook. Uh-oh. You know, I see where this is going. Music uh-huh. franchise. Vibes. Yeah, we're 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 Ooh. trying. Oh we're yeah, trying you're gonna franchise. Them. We're we're trying. We're That's trying. We're fantastic. not there yet. We're far from it. This is a kind of a yeah. pipe dream down the road. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Amanda were talking. It's like you know, if we get this done right the first time, yeah, yeah. we could really do something with this. That's so. That's we can awesome. have spots from here to Panama City. I yeah. did, I did a franchise with uh, a guy that owned. You guys may remember this place. I don't know. It's called French Fry Heaven. And French Fry Heaven had 18 locations across the country at its max, so it didn't mm. it didn't blow up huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were on they were in college towns, and they oh. basically were kiosks and small shops that sold just French fries. And they Sweet. started in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm. And my old boss called me up and said, "Let's help me franchise this thing." And that that what you're wow. talking about the streamlining the handbook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, setting the rules like that's yeah. how he did it, and it worked. I mean, he was in, you know, in the Entrepreneur Five Hundred Club for a while, and he was doing really well. Oh, cool. Awesome. Oh, cool. He's homeless now, but it's oh, okay. he's doing cool. no. well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's not really homeless. He's doing great, but he sold that. He sold it off to Bubble Burgers. Bubble, Bubble Burgers, you know. They're the ones that don't know. Don't know about different them. childhoods. Yeah, it's not my childhood. This was a few years ago. <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't remember this obscure yeah. burger joint when you were thirteen years old. McDonald's, <laughs> never heard of it. God, you're old. So obscure. <laughs> okay, one word to describe Fuse's vibe. Ooh, fresh. Lynn just wanted to say vibe one more time. <laughs> I really did. Vibe, vibe, so that, vibe, vibe, that was for Kyle. Just really so that did. if Kyle listens, he got his to hear it one more time. This is a test if Kyle actually listens. Yeah. How many times did Lynn say vibe? <laughs> I tell people it's a fun, funky, fresh place. Yeah. 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 I love it. Uh, it's kind of what stuck with me. Yeah. Fun, That's funky, cool. fresh. We want to thank Adam with some clapping. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And here we go. As soon as Morialis finds that. Oh, heavens. <laughs> Got a, <laughs> thank you, Adam Vincent from Fuse Coffee Absolutely for coming in and joining us today. 
And um, again, Morialis, you want to plug the the opportunity for them to get a free coffee? Yes. Don't forget, free coffee. Go find the Idea Vault podcast listener sleeve. On the pay it forward on the wall. pay it forward wall. And come visit Fuse Coffee in downtown Troy, Alabama. Thank you, everybody. Yes, thank you.